Our goal at Maine Athletic Fundraising is to raise you the most amount of money in the shortest period of time, hassle-free. To learn more, visit them online at maineaf.com. It's a Coach's Corner, Oxford Hills Vikings head football coach Mark Soren joins us right now as we get ready uh, for yet another trip to Bangor. You know, Coach, it doesn't matter how many times uh, reclassification is done, there's always a road trip to Bangor on the schedule somewhere every other year. Every other year. Yeah, the, the parents and kids keep asking, like, oh, we play Bangor at home next year. I'm like, well, that's not the really way it works anymore. <laughs> so we get what we get. But uh, it is nice. I would say this. They always treat us well when we go to Bangor. Yeah, it's always always excellent. Um, luckily, you're not running the option anymore, so it's not confusing. So that's always good news. Right. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about the health of your squad. Um, how is everybody going into this week? Well, we have lost our quarterback for the season. So Atticus is done. He uh, injured his shoulder. We're not sure when it happened exactly, but um, at the very least, it was uh, the TA game. Uh, he got uh, kind of blindside sack, and he thinks that's when it happened. It happened, I don't know when it was, it was early, I think it was later in the first half, but he did tough it out that rest of the game, and then, and then um, you know, he, he wasn't underthrowing a few people that was uncharacteristic of him, but we didn't really think about it. We rested him that week and didn't really, didn't know how bad it was. He's pretty tough, and and it's just, we had the doctor's appointment we got this morning, so he, we found out that uh, he's on six weeks rest. So he's done for the season. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's never the news you want to hear uh, going into a, a big game like this. Of course, um, how's everybody else doing? I mean, obviously, it's all more than more than one. And and what what are, what does the quarterback position look like for you now with this news? Well, I, I think we we're otherwise we're all right. We've got a couple sophomores that have some uh, they're dinged up a little bit, but otherwise, most of our starters are are there um, and healthy. So we should be all right. I, I you know. I would say that our, our quarterback position was pretty unsettled to begin the year. We didn't really know where Atticus was going to be at as a first-year starter. And and then even at some point, we kind of said to ourselves, like, even if Atticus isn't our guy, um, we've got two young quarterbacks that are pretty talented, and both Wyatt Knightley and then my other son, Elias Soren. Um, and so Wyatt did – I mean, both of them did a really nice job. But Wyatt started last week, and, uh, you know, he did a good job. He threw for over 100 yards against a very good team, and – He's, he's a little bit bigger than Atticus, so we can run with him a little bit more. So, you know, I said, you know, whether it's my own son who's injured or anyone else, that the train keeps rolling. So, and the team team trusts Wyatt, and they trust Eli. And Eli, you know, he hasn't done much quarterbacking for us, but he stepped into our kicking role and, and really done a nice job for us. So, the team trusts both those guys, and uh, and we'll move forward with them. I think, I think we'll be all right. Now, as we look forward on, on a couple of uh, a couple of other things here and a couple of other pieces, uh, Bangor's been rebuilding the program here the last couple of years, and this is a really pivotal game for them and, and kind of their rebuilding process a little bit. Uh, odds are the winner of this game is going to end up hosting a home uh, home playoff game next week. Um, let's talk a little bit about the matchup that uh, and challenges that uh, Bangor uh, puts ahead of you. Yeah, they're um, you know they're a young team. They were young last year. I thought that they would be a much improved this year, uh, this team this year. Um, that Sanford win for them is definitely a signature win. You know, even without you know Sanford's quarterback, that's still a, still a formidable team. So that was a good win. You know, they <clears throat> at this point it's still hard to say exactly what which that Bangor team is, but I think they're growing up very quickly. You know, they 
lost to Lewiston early in the year. They've beaten a couple of Class B schools, um, and they've got that Sanford win. So and, and yeah, so that you know, there's they're certainly not to be taken lightly. Um, I think it'll be a challenge. I think that they're, it's their senior night, and they're going to be fired up for this. And like I said, with Sanford losing um, to them, we're all four and four. Now Sanford could go ahead and beat Bonnie Eagle this week, and that wouldn't make all that point. But we would, he, they would have uh, a home playoff no matter who won. Um, but yeah, if if Bonnie Eagle wins, and then probably one of the one of two of us will have that home playoff game, and, and it's a it's a big deal. You know, I know when we were when we were doing that rebuilding, and we're still in it, but we're a little bit further along. You know, is getting that getting a playoffs and getting a home playoff game was a big deal. So. We've had those the past couple of years, and we want that again. And kids are pretty motivated, and I'm sure Bangor will be just as motivated. Talking with Oxford Hills Vikings head football coach Mark Sorton, getting ready for the matchup with Bangor here on Friday night. Um, this is. A, do you treat this game kind of? I mean, the Sanford trip is probably similar in terms of length and stuff. Is it kind of the same sort of guidelines, like same dismissal, same bus leave time, same everything as it would be for a trip like that? Yeah, you know, I mean. You know, I don't, we we have struggled at Sanford. We played down there twice and just have not gotten off the bus and done very well. But on the other hand, going to Bangor, for whatever reason, the kids have really performed well up there. Um, Cameron Stadium is a tough place to play, but traditionally we've we've actually been fairly successful up there. So, you know, we try to treat all these games kind of the same and not let things like this be a distraction. Uh, you know, we'll, you know, two, two and a half hour trip to get up there and, get on that field and get ready. And, and the kids that, you know, we've talked about, we have not been very strong on the road this year um, in general. And so that's one of the things we talked about this week is having a, a plan and be mentally prepped and ready and understand how to get on that bus and how to get off that bus and get mental reps and, and find a way to get out and be competitive. Oxford Hills Vikings head football coach, Mark Soren joins us for the football Friday podcast and for the Coach's Corner as we get ready for Bangor-Oxford Hills on WOXO. Coach, thank you very much, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, thanks, Matt. Thank you. If you're buying or selling a home, look no further than Whittemore's Real Estate in Skowhegan. Voted best of the best for 22 years running and now celebrating their 50th anniversary. Whittemore's Real Estate has been in business since 1969. They know their community and their people, but most importantly, they know real estate. They specialize in buying and selling single and multi-residential homes, waterfront land, and commercial properties. To see their listings, visit them online at whittemoresrealestate.com. Call 474-3303 or stop by 108 Water Street in Skowhegan. Whittemore's Real Estate is a proud sponsor of tonight's Skowhegan playoff action. I'm here with Ed Rudo, head football coach Dave Sterling. Coach, uh, rivalry game. Yes, sir. They're different. Can't ask for more at the end of the year to be playing Lewiston and our guys getting excited about playing the people in blue. And, you know, it's it's just something that, you know, blends the whole two communities so, so well together. Well, and this is a, there's a ceremony around this one. Yes, sir. Yep, there's 150th anniversary of the city of Auburn. Uh, we've got, we're, we've invited all the alumni football players to form the tunnel, uh, coming out for the for the team when they run onto the field. Um, they're having um, a few pe- special people uh, do the coin toss. Uh, it's senior night. We have to get over there before 6:30 so we can get all the seniors introduced for football, the band, and and also cheerleaders. So. I uh, I texted Todd early in the week, the, Todd Sampson, your AD, and I said no. 
if the weather's not good, any chance that game would be played either Saturday or at Lewis? And he said, absolutely <laughs> not. <laughs> no, there's been too much absolutely built up not. over the past six months from emails <laughs> to Facebook. To, so the mayor the mayor and the community is, is very enthused on playing the game. So 150th year for the city of Auburn. Yes, sir. Do you know how many times Young and Lewis have played? Off the top of my head, pretty, it's about it's, it's close, 140 probably. to 150 yeah. times. Yeah, I was gonna say I thought in Maine, Bank, uh, Gardner and Coney were the longest. Yeah, I, I think know they are. That. I think that, I think they are. Yeah, yep. and I think theirs was something like 150, something like that. Yes, sir. So. Yep. My dad at a young age took me to see Gardner Coney's. My dad grew up. He played for Coney. My mom went to Gardner High School. Oh, so there we go. Had, had a little rivalry in our own house. Sure. Yeah. My my dad went to got my mom and dad both. My dad. Uh, Played at Gardner, and he was uh, captain of four sports. Nice. And you know what the funniest thing? You talk about athletes and what's difficult. You know, I've always said hitting a baseball, I believe, is the, I think so too. the, the most I difficult so thing in sports. Yeah, uh, basketball is a different animal because everybody has to be able to do everything. Mm -hmm. Whereas in football, you, you can be a tremendous Specialist. lineman and not be any good at throwing the ball yes, or sir. kicking it or anything else. And that's what makes football unique is that so, it has a role for everybody. So my dad played football, uh, ice hockey, baseball, and track. He ran track two days wow. and played baseball the other. Amazing. So I played basketball in high school because there wasn't any hockey anywhere, mm -hmm. which I always asked him, why didn't you get me started? He said, well, first of all, we lived in Ellsworth. There weren't any rinks yeah, around there. Yeah. Anyway, so when we moved to Brewer, he put a basket up for me. Mm -hmm. And we had a tired driveway and whatever. He would come out with me. I used to say, Dad, you can't come out and shoot around me. He goes, why not? I said, because I'm laughing too hard. He could not figure out how to put it in the basket. <laughs> this is We're talking about state hundred yard, dash champion. I mean, the guy was an incredible athlete. Yeah. He couldn't put it in the basket <laughs> to save his life. Yeah. Oh, my seen God. some it's... hockey players I grew up with dribble the ball in a very funny, funny oh, yeah. manner. Yeah. Butch LeBlanc's son, who I grew up with. Oh, and, sure. Yeah. They... My son uh, actually played basketball through sixth grade, and then, uh, but he was a hockey player, and I said, boy, he, he's rough. He's tough under the boards, but he's not yeah. really good at shooting anything. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, tell me about Lewiston. Uh, I've seen them a couple of times. I've seen you quite a few times. Yes, sir. Anything that they do uh, they have, that you've got to be aware oh, of? Oh, they have a very balanced attack. They have excellent runners, the running backs out of the backfield. they got a quarterback that can sling the ball to the receivers down the field. Um, they, they have a you know, offensive linemen that are executing uh, run plays and their uh, assignments extremely well. Um, they're very well coached by Coach Hartley, and uh, you know it's it's been uh, good to see how they they've progressed over the year. They played an excellent game against Sanford um, earlier in the season, um, and uh, you know I think they 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 really have some good young talent as well as they've progressed extremely well. Yeah, I think uh, I did that game last week against Lawrence. I think the Jackson kid. Uh, the running back number three oh, is, is really yes, talented, very good. and uh, uh, so I, I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, yes, sir. He was really worried about your passing attack, hmm. uh, and I said, "Yeah, I think you should. They, they control the ball." And yep. uh, so I'm looking for. Uh, what my hope is that that because I know Levitt's going to play at Lewiston tomorrow night mm -hmm. because they're worried about for the future. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if they have another home game, if it's all torn up, that makes for a miserable oh, exactly, situation. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, my, my hope is that it, it uh, doesn't tear up the field and that it's not a, just a sloppy game because of the weather. Walton Field will show the conditions oh, yes. prominently. It's, I, uh, it's, it's 
very worn at this time of year. Anybody that's played football in, in Auburn or played through the rec department or even at Edward Little, um, this time of year, I mean, even when I played for Coach Haley back in the day, they'd put hay on the field because there was such a lack of grass, and they'd lay that down hoping that it would hold the field together better. When I first started, when I first went to Scowgan as a coach, I looked down and I go, why is the field so on? They said, oh, just before we start practicing, they hay it. And I went, they, they what? Yep. Oh, my goodness. I mean, can you imagine that? Talk about cutting up your skin. Oh, I know. Nothing I know firsthand. I know firsthand. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, and then I, I remember coming down after I finished coaching in Skowhegan. Mike Walker and I came down to do a Skowhegan, to watch a Skowhegan EL playoff game mm-hmm. at EL. It was a quagmire. I yeah. mean, it was so muddy, it was scary. A few years back in, I think it was 08, uh, Coach Hartley coached the Edward Little team to, uh, you know, the, the state semifinals, and they played Skowhegan, which was the double wing team. Oh, that's and right. it was a sideways rain, mud fest, and the double wing team came out on oh, top. Oh, sure, well. You know, because they were used to playing in those conditions in tight quarters. And then I went to watch them play in the state game against Bonnie Eagle, yes, sir. and it was so cold. It I, was a I bitter cold on, night. I was oh, at that game as well. I had... Boots on, flannel, everything, and I was frozen. Oh, yeah. Because you're not doing anything, so you're cold. Yeah. But, uh, yep. Yeah, rivalry pe- games, uh, it was hard. At, at Skowhegan, that, that Pine Tree Conference was so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard to say. Was it Lawrence? Was it was it Mount Blue? You know, who, who were the teams that we were? They were all our rivals. I mean, if you didn't get exactly. there by 6 o'clock, you weren't getting a, even a place to stand. People so. had a commonality of usually where they worked in that area. Sure. They either worked in the mills together or worked construction or worked for Chimbro, and they all knew each other extremely well, kind of like how we are with Lewiston. Yeah, I think it's hard when your school, like I know Oak Hill, at one time they were in the Mountain Valley Conference, then because of enrollment and whatever, we went to mm-hmm. the KVAC. Yep. Now they're back in the Mountain Valley. And when you don't have that continuity of teams, I, I think you lose the fan base a little bit because they, they're not really aware of, well, who is this? Who is this team? Well, that's exactly it. I mean, when we when they expanded Class A several years ago when I first came back to Auburn um, in 2010, I mean, we were playing Meselonsky. We were playing some people in town were like, what? where's Meselonsky? Yeah, where is that? Anyway. And, you know, they, they were an exceptional program at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing to know about the pomp and circumstance for tomorrow, you know, we, we have a parade that will leave school at, at 610 that uh, will be escorted by the Lewis and Auburn Police Department and Fire Department, who, you know, represent and we are honored that they um, honor us that way with our seniors, giving, you know, a good escort over to the game um, by people that are so brave and, and carry out their jobs extremely well in our community. And then uh, we get over there, we'll have, you know, obviously we'll be introducing our seniors, we'll start at 6.30 for that, and then we'll be having a lot of, you know, people recognize that live in town that are exceptional individuals that give back to the community. Well, great. Coach, good luck. I will be there to call it. Yes, sir. And uh, I'll enjoy it. Great. Thank you. All right. Hey, thanks for coming back. Take care. Yes, sir. So you got to go catch Spencer or what? If you are a coach, a booster, a PTA leader, Maine Athletic Fundraising is the choice to help you make money. Maine Athletic Fundraising works with both high school and youth programs of all ages to make you the most amount of money in the least amount of time. No risk, no minimums. Mark Smith and his staff will walk you through every step of their plan to help you meet your financial goals. Call them today, 207-468-1759, or check them out online, maineathleticfundraising.com. I'm here with Lewiston head football coach Darren Hartley. Coach, um, we've talked before, rivalry week, you know, they always say throw out the record book, and I do really believe that. 
so how are your kids thinking about the, having a rival game? Yeah, we've had a great week of practice. They understand what's at stake. Uh, it's not rocket science. This is our Super Bowl right now. They've played motivated. We're essentially 100% ready to go. Uh, and we are really looking forward to the challenge. And our kids, they want it. I know they want it badly. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, when you look at that, uh, I, I think I've told you before, I went to, to Brewer, we played Bangor. It was, you could feel the intensity in the school. People were interested, the teacher asking how we doing, you know, all that stuff. It's up a notch. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, we've had a really good week of practice. We got lucky with the weather. It was fun. Um, you know, Edward Little presents plenty of problems. They throw the ball really as well as anybody when they have a little bit of time. They got four or five real good athletes and skill players. I think they're going to be back at full strength. And, and you know, they've faced a lot of adversity, and, and I'm sure that they feel they can beat us. And I think the team that makes the fewest turnovers is going to win tomorrow night's game. Yeah, and, you know, I think, like you said, they this will make their season just Absolutely. like it would help with yours. Absolutely. No question about it. Absolutely. Um, any particular things uh, that you're expecting different from them? Uh, well, they've thrown the ball so much recently, but I think we're going to see a very balanced attack. I think that they, you know, I think they're pretty good up front. I think they got their skill guys back, a couple of linemen back. I don't think we're going to see a, a, you know, a wide open aerial attack, and I don't even think that's just from the weather because they're very good at spreading you out and throwing the ball. But I think they want to be balanced, and I think we'll see the ball on the ground as much as we will on the air. And so we're trying to prepare for a balanced offensive attack. Defensively, I think we'll see some pressure. Uh, I don't think they're going to stand around and just let us run our offense. They, our guys are prepared to blitz packages and, you know, six, seven, eight guys in the box, and that's what we anticipate. Yeah, I think I've seen them play a little more, actually, than I've seen you guys, and they've used three different quarterbacks because of injuries, and, and uh, Tyler Green has done a good job running the ball. Uh, the, is it the Shea kid that's a big tight end? Uh, they've yeah. thrown the ball to him a little bit lately. Uh, they'll present some challenges. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they again, the, the quarterback situation for them presents problems in and of itself because now they can do some double pass. They can do some reverse pass. I mean, there's a lot of options there because all of them throw the ball pretty well. Yeah, and they're all a little different. Uh, yeah, the parody yeah. kid's a big yeah, he'll run back. the ball. I mean, yeah. He'll run the ball downhill. Giles is a tough kid, a good athlete, you know, three-sport athlete. The other two guys are a little bit younger, but they both throw nice, tight balls. You know, and they're quick. They're good athletes. If we if we don't stay in leverage, we're going to get beat. You know, that's for sure. Tell us about a week like this. Uh, is it great to have turf or what? I, uh, I, I'll tell you what. We would, <laughs> I wouldn't mind them telling us tomorrow they'd like to change a game to here. I ain't going to lie to you about that. I, I, I asked uh, Todd. I said, is the game uh, still on for Friday? I thought they might move it to Saturday. He goes, no, it's, it's a celebration of the... Right the date and so on and so forth, so they're definitely going to play because that was my second question. Yeah, they got a bunch of dignitaries in town yeah. to celebrate the 150th yeah, anniversary. Yeah, I was going to say 150th, I wasn't sure of the date. Right, so. the the Because uh, that, you know, playing it over here would certainly be a possibility because I think Levitt's playing here tomorrow. Oh, that's right? true, yeah, yeah, I believe they are. Yes, they but are. But I was thinking Saturday maybe if their field is, uh, is all beat up. Well, Coach, thanks. I, I don't want to interrupt your practice. I appreciate uh, coming over to talk with you guys. and. Good luck tomorrow. Appreciate having you. Thank you. All right. Take care. See you there. Thank you. With winter quickly approaching, Hodges Snow and Ice Management is here for you. They can handle all your snow removal and ice management needs. They service residential, commercial, and private associations. Hodges Snow and Ice Management offers several affordable pricing packages. So don't be left out in the cold. Call Hodges Snow and Ice Management for a no-obligation bid today. 
Call 766-1562 online at plowguy.net. Hodges Snow and Ice Management is a proud sponsor of tonight's Wyndham Eagles playoff action. I'm here with Elizabeth head football coach Chris Cates. Coach, uh, that must have been a pretty satisfying win on Saturday. Well, I mean, it's it's good to stay in the win column, but you know, again, this is also a team that we're going to have to play again in two weeks, most likely. So it's uh, it's not really something that we're going to dwell on too much. Or you know, we're right back to work, uh, and you know, and getting ready for uh, the playoff run here, hopefully. Yeah, it was the first time I've had a chance to see you play. Uh, we did be broadcast a game on NBR, and uh, it sure looked to me like uh, well, two things. You certainly put the pressure on uh, Gavin Rostrum, and secondly, it looked like you found a little formula there in the second half. I mean, you. You drove the ball on the ground right down the field. Well, there was a couple things offensively that we um, maybe haven't shown a ton of there. I mean, I mean, we, we've ran, we've ran all those looks, but not. We haven't really featured it for an entire for an entire half there. And um, you know, and to be honest with you, that wasn't really part of the the, the game plan coming into that. But we saw a couple things that we liked uh, that kind of developed at the end of the first half there. And you know, we uh, you know decided to kind of focus on that and see what we were capable of up front. And you know, pretty happy with the results. It was kind of a nice uh, one-two punch, punch with Lee and uh, Bourget in the backfield. Yeah, both are both strong, tough kids uh, inside, and you know they're not going to wow you with their speed, but you know I think they're quick to the hole, and you know that's really all you can ask for uh, in some of those power sets. Yeah, and I thought uh, the jet sweep with McIver and then the, the quarterback keep with Lehman it really kind of varied just enough where they couldn't just pile up inside because you had some people who could get outside. And that's kind of been where we've been all year. I mean, you know, obviously we like to get outside. You know, teams that have seen us, we, you know, we run a lot of jet and, uh, you know, we try to get outside. But, you know, at the same time, when teams are starting to try to take that away, you know, we, you know we're also a team that can go inside. And um, that was what was working best this, this particular week. So looking at a bye, uh, everybody looks at a bye differently. Every, every damn coach you talk to thinks differently about it. Some want to give them some time off the first of this week. Some want to do it at the end of this week. Some say, hey, we're going to practice because that's what we do. Yeah. What's your take on what you want to do with a bye? Uh, no, no days off for us. I mean, we're, we're All right, going. Belichick. I like it. <laughs> we're, uh, we're getting right after it. And, uh, you know, I think, I think at this point in the season, routine is your biggest friend. And, uh, you know, and obviously you don't have to go quite as physical probably uh, with some of these practices as you would normally. But, uh, no, we're trying to get some guys healthy. But, you know, we're also uh, trying to get better at what we do and, uh, you know, we're looking at an opportunity to have have an extra, extra uh, week of preparation for uh, one particular team, and you know, hopefully it works out in our favor. The uh, do you look at it as uh, a chance to shorten up the practices? Do you or do you like you say routine is routine? If we practice two hours, we still practice two hours. Uh, well, my my plan for today is two hours and forty five minutes, and that's. Uh, oh. That'll probably be the rest of the week. They might might be a little earlier on Friday, which we we are usually. But uh, no, we're uh, we're getting after it this week. Well, you know, it's one of the things. You know, you you've been here a long time, played for different coaches, uh, although a lot of the same coaches. Right. And um, you know, it's certainly it's been a recipe for success. Uh, I I can't remember many years that Lisbon wasn't, you know, up near the top. Not necessarily at the top, but near the top of the standings. Right. Well, I got nothing better to do either, so we're, we're going to practice. Oh, there we go. Sure, and that's, that's uh, right. You know, it's uh, but no, I mean, I think there's a lot of things that we still need to improve on, and uh, you know, obviously we did some things well, but there, you know, we watched the film, and obviously you're always a little more critical of your own, and you know, I, I do think there's some, you know, a pile of things that we can improve on, and you know, that's what we're trying to take care of this week. You know, still still execute the things that we did well, but uh, you know, f- clean up the things that uh, might not have been as evident to the outside eye. 
Now, I would never lose a game to, to, to uh, make sure that I didn't have a bye, but I wouldn't pick a bye if, if I had a choice. Right. I'd rather keep going because that routine you talked about, you got Monday this, Tuesday that, and then you got a game Saturday, right. you know, whatever it is. Um, I, th- I think it's a little more difficult when the, when the routine is broken up. Yeah. Now, this time of year, it's kind of nice because you can get somebody healthy. You know, if it's the second week of the season, nobody wants to buy then. Right. Well, and, I, and I've always, you know, been very vocal. I, I kind of miss the old nine-game schedule with, yes. with four teams making the playoffs. And, you know, and that's, uh, you know, I feel like the season just flows better. You, you play all your opponents in your conference. And um, not that I dislike the crossovers, but, uh, you know, I always felt like it was better to settle on the field and then you didn't have to worry about, you know, teams not playing other teams and the crab trees uh, and yeah. else. you know, but at the same time, I mean, uh, you know, I enjoy playing. You know, you know, we played Freiburg two years in a row. And, you know, I enjoyed playing them. Going down to York was a good experience for us this year. You know, I think Oak Hill would say the same thing about playing Bucksport this year. You know, so there's been some good. You know, we played Bucksport a couple of years ago. I mean, so it, it is good to play some other teams, but uh, at the same time, I, I think it's nice to play everybody in your conference too. I, I can make a case for back in the days of the nine-game schedule where you start slowly. Come on like crazy at the end, have a four game winning streak at the end of the year, but don't make the playoffs, but feel great going in the off season. It won four in a row, the kids are fired up, they can't wait to get in the weight room. Um, well, and it always it puts a puts a greater emphasis on you know keeping kids eligible and uh, you know taking advantage of the, of the early season. And you know I feel like that's something we've we've generally done well at Lisbon over the years is you know you know games one and two uh, you know maybe come out a little bit faster. Now that wasn't the case this year. We we, dro- we dropped our first game, but uh, you know I think that I think it makes a big difference. You know in uh, your offseason preparation and sure. you know. It's, yeah. Well, coach, uh, enjoy the weekend off. I guess I give you a chance to go scout some teams and. I get a feeling who you're going to scout. But, we'll, we'll be uh, back in Wales again. Yeah, so. I think so, and I'm not sure, but it looks like we will also. Yep, so I'll probably sounds, see you there. Sounds good. All right, take care. Yeah, thanks good a lot. to see you. So what, what was the... Uh... There's a winning culture when it comes to sports teams in New England. And now there's a new winning team to add to the list. Spectrum Orthopedics, an all-star roster of orthopedic experts delivering top care right here in your backyard. Spectrum Orthopedics is made up of three of the area's top orthopedic practices. OA Centers for Orthopedics, Central Maine Orthopedics, and Falmouth Orthopedic Center. Spectrum Orthopedics makes it easier for physicians, surgeons, sports medicine specialists, and clinical staff to share resources and work as one, making patient care efficient and more affordable. To learn more about Spectrum Orthopedics and connect with a provider in your area, visit spectrumhcp.com forward slash ortho. I'm here with Levin head football coach Mike Hathaway. Coach, um, good game against Morse. Yeah, kids played well. Um, you know, it's such a dilemma. You know, people go look at the score and they go, oh, they're running it up. And it's like, it's such a dilemma. you you got to play your kids some in the half, second half, because when you when you get playoff time, they got to be ready to play a full game. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, um, you know, we kind of went into it with a little bit of a philosophy of, uh, you know, it's senior night, so we want to get some of those guys some touches. Um, and, and get them out there at the beginning of the game. But we're also pretty banged up, so we wanted to uh, come out of it pretty healthy. So uh, we scored on the first three offensive plays. Uh, so it was 21 nothing pretty uh, pretty quickly. And uh, from there, we, we got some key guys kind of out of the game uh, and had a mix of ones and twos. 
Uh, left our offensive line in for a little bit. Uh, Morse came down and scored, made it 21-7, uh, and actually scored another one right before the half. I think it was 38-14 at half. But uh, probably by the fourth or fifth series of the game, uh, you know, end of the first, early second quarter, we had all the, the starters out and, uh, you know, let a lot of our reserves get some time after that. And, and good for those guys, um, you know, if, um, you know, at any time there can be an injury or, you know, based on the scheme, you might be playing more DBs or more D linemen or whatever. So it was a good chance for us to get, you know, some of those first level reserves, a lot of reps and, and even the kind of the next wave behind those guys, a lot of reps. So. I always try to make sure, uh, especially if I was facing a team that eh, it, it looked like we were probably going to win, set some short-term goals. You know, let's get two long drives to open the game. Uh, you know, we're just going to grind it out, that kind of thing, and and see if we couldn't get them focused that way and, and whatever. But people think that's really easy, and it's not. It really is not. Yeah, no, we, we really came out with the philosophy of we wanted to score quickly and, and early, especially mm-hmm. where the rain, you know, it, it was – we. The weather looked like it was going to rain around halftime, so, uh, so we wanted to get some points up early and, and be able to get some guys out if that was possible. And um, you know, Wyatt did a good job. I think he was eight for ten in, in those first five series. And uh, Keegan Melanson had a couple of big catches. Cam Jordan had a big catch. So uh, you know, we were able to get the pass game going a little bit. We went for some early and, and got them, and then uh, you know, spent the rest of the game giving our young backs and and some of our reserve linemen a good chance to show what they can do. Uh, tell me about this week. You got is it Lake Region? Yeah, Lake Region this week. Um, you know, uh, good good quarterback. We played them in the playoffs last year. Uh, Ethan McMurray. Uh, he's a tough kid, smaller quarterback, kind of like Wyatt. Uh, you know, real good runner. Um, you know, he, he can move around the pocket a little bit and extend some plays and, and make some plays that way. Um, and, and he's tough. Um, you know, he he against Freiburg. They came out uh, last week and uh, they actually had the ball for the first nine minutes of the game. Um, and a lot of it was him running uh, quarterback sweep or, or quarterback counters off from Jet. And, uh, you know, they threw a pick in the end zone on the last play of the drive. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're going to try some ball control. Uh, so, you know, we're going to have to be keyed in on him. And, uh, you know, one of their good receivers was out last week. Um, but, um, you know, we would expect him to be back for a playoff game for sure. And, uh, you know, they, they're, I'm sure they're going to be hungry. They won three games this year. So uh, they're going to come in and, and give us everything they got. And health-wise, how, how are you? Yeah, we're, we're getting some guys back. Peabody was back uh, and played uh, some at the beginning of the Morse game. Uh, got a few series on each side of the ball. Um, we uh, Deshaun Calder did not play last week, uh, but he's expected to practice on Wednesday uh, this week. Uh, we also, from way, way back, we had uh, three broken legs early in the year. Uh, Eddie Kern, who was our, our third tailback at the time, uh, as a junior for us, uh, he got cleared to start today. Uh, Trevor Bossy, who started a couple games for us on defense uh, early in the year as, as a, a kind of an outside linebacker type, uh, he was at practice yesterday, full go. And uh, Isaiah Bame, uh, who was our starting nose tackle and, and guard, uh, he broke his fibula against Freiburg week two. Uh, and he's been cleared, and uh, he was actually at practice yesterday for the for the first time for a full practice. So, um, you know, I don't know how much any of those guys would play this week. Uh, we'll, we'll have to kind of see how it goes and see how they progress throughout the week. But it's nice to get some bodies back in practice, and you know, certainly we're excited to get uh, to get Deshaun back and, and get him going. Now, think of how that's changed. Now, are they all in casts or? Uh, they those, or? Uh, Eddie was not in a cast. His was a stress fracture. Yeah. Uh, so he was. Uh, you know, he just had to really stay off it for a long period of time. He's been out since the Oak Hill exhibition game. 
but Bame and Bossy, they were both in uh, both in cast. And Bossy was a Tib Fib, which is a pretty, yeah. you know, pretty major one. And, and he was running around pretty good yesterday. So I mean, think about that. In the old days, they put a cast on him, and they'd say, yeah. "See you next no, season." That, that, you know? that was it. We we were actually worried about Trevor for basketball season too, but uh, he, like I said, he looked looked pretty good yesterday. I'm sure they'll both be a little bit sore today, but. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to progress them, and, and that would be a nice boost going going into the playoffs here for sure. I think I told you in Maine I broke my, broke my leg, and that's yep. 14 weeks in a non-walking cast. Ooh, yeah. Tell you what. Now, injuries, uh, I've always said, you know, other than, um, you know, the, I think the seniors, you know, when, whenever they lose their last game, if, if they don't win the state championship, that's a real tough time for a coach. But uh, dealing with the injuries and seeing kids that work real hard and, uh, you know, they, they they lose most of their season, uh, you know, due to something that's really outside of their control. That, that's always unfortunate. So, uh, you know, good to, to see those guys back and some smiles on their faces as, you know, they're back in uniform and back out to practice and around the guys. I mean, as you and I know, part of being in sports is the teammates and the, and the memories that you have. And, okay, so that year for them didn't go the way they wanted as far as an injury, but they're, they're back with their teammates and, they're on the field and boy, yeah, I, is... I think it was tough on all three of those guys to, uh, you know, I mean, they, they were at practice a lot, but, you know, being at practice and being in practice is kind of two different things. And uh, I think all three of them, you know, they, they struggled with it. We, we tried to have some good talks about it. And, uh, you know, Hunter Hayes going, you know, going through the same thing. It's a, you know, he's a great football player and uh, has put a lot of time in and, and was having a great year. And, and it was kind of a freak, uh, freak injury. But, uh, you know, Hunt's still out there every day, snapping to the quarterbacks and, uh, doing what he can, uh, rolling around on his little scooter there. Um, but uh, you hate to see that happen to, to anybody. So, uh, you know, we, we try to talk to those guys and, and keep them, you know, part of it as much as we can. And, um, you know, that's all you can do. I would say in one of my years in Scotland, we lost our quarterback. He got hurt in a, in, in a you ready for this, water skiing accident. Oh, there you go. <laughs> just before, week before the season. He never missed a practice. He knew he couldn't play. Small broken bone in his neck, and the doctor said we shouldn't take a chance. And I said absolutely not. Uh, but he ran the look squad. Yep. And he could throw the heck out of the ball. Right. So he gave us about as good as a look as you're ever gonna. I gave him the MVP. Yep. Because he didn't have. He could have gone home. Right. I, didn't. Yeah. Hey, I gotta go home. What am I gonna do this every day? I'm not gonna get ever get in the game. Not even gonna get a chance to suit up. Right. And uh, I, I said, boy, they, you know, that kid's going to go a long ways. Yeah, because... but says, you know, it says a lot about Hunter, too. He's in our meetings every day watching film. Um, you know, he's in the weight room when, when we're lifting. He's in there lifting. Uh, when we're out on the field, he's, you know, right with the quarterbacks and, and helping out, you know, doing whatever he can. And, um, you know, I know he'll be, uh, he'll be anxious to, to get back next year for sure. Yeah, I think, like you say, those are always the hard ones when somebody gets – Somebody gets stinged up, and and uh, it, it really doesn't make it into who they are. Where they play, you feel really bad for them. You know? Yeah, you, you do, and uh, you know, I, we've we've talked to some of the other guys too a little bit. Some of the guys who are healthy about you know making sure that we we keep those guys engaged and you know being good teammates and not forgetting about those guys. And uh, so you know we, we've uh, we got a pretty good senior crew, and that was a great senior night for them. Um, you know, we had a couple guys who uh, Ben Stone, Rafino Driscoll, who've been around the program for a while. Um, and those guys got a lot of playing time last night, and uh, you know neither is a starter on either side of the ball. They contribute a lot on special teams, and uh, Stony works in as our backup nose tackle. But it's good to see those guys get out there and you know get a whole game in. And Rafino got to carry it five six times, and uh, you know good to see some of the younger guys too. Sawyer, my my other son Sawyer Hathaway, he got in, uh, got some good reps at quarterback and out in the slot. Um, 
you know, threw for one and, and ran for one. Uh, Deegan Jordan, who's one of our other young quarterbacks, got a couple series, uh, but got a bunch of time as a, as a strong safety out there. Uh, so, you know, that was nice. Um, you know, Connor Garrity's a junior for us who's, you know, he's one of those guys, if, if we didn't have five good linemen in front of him, he'd be, you know, he'd be playing quite a bit. Uh, he'd be a starter on, on most teams in our league, I think. And, uh, you know, he was able to get almost a full game out there on a Friday night. So, you know, some of those juniors and seniors who have been on that look team all year um, that, you know, give you a quality effort every day in practice and a great attitude, high character kids. And, you know, when, when you have a good team, I think a lot of those guys, they if, you know, if they were playing on a weaker team somewhere else, they, they would start and, you know, whatever. But I, I think these guys would rather, you know, have the role that they have on this team. And, and it shows by the way they come to practice every day and, and well, work at it. And what do you do? Um, I know when Josh played, they, they used to have, <laughs> after practice on Wednesday, they all went to... Uh, George's and yeah and, yeah yeah they uh, did that when I played five dollar pizza <laughs> yep and then uh, that was Wednesday night Thursday night they had pasta supper at somebody's place are they you still doing something yeah like we that? we do a team dinner every Thursday we do it here in the cafeteria uh, makes it you know it takes a little put my puts my mind at ease a little bit more about kids driving around well and, and everybody can go yeah everybody's, not everybody's there going and, to somebody's house it's right just not gonna happen you know the freshmen if they're at home they can. Uh, you know, they can come in afterwards and, and get some stuff as well. So, uh, yeah, we keep doing that. The boosters do an awesome job with it. Um, you know, they, they get a bunch of food ready, and, uh, you know, it's kind of a nice way to wind down uh, every week together in, in that meal and, and have some fun with it. Now, do you fundraise for that? Do the boosters cover that? What do you, what do, you do? The boosters that? cover it. A lot of it is just, you know, we kind of have a sign-up sheet, and people donate, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. dishes and, yeah. or buy pizza or, or whatever, and then, you know, the boosters will buy some drinks and, Things like that. So. That was Josh's favorite. He he would say, "Oh, by the way, mom, tomorrow we're having the yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, nobody wanted to sign up, so I signed us up. Okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay, coach. Well, I appreciate you taking the time, yeah. and uh, good luck in a, in, at, in the playoff game and uh, at Lewiston. That's interesting. We I, think so. It's not a hundred percent yet, but I I would I would say that that's the likely scenario. Our field's pretty uh, pretty soggy out there, so. Yeah, and we're going to get a couple of days of rain. It may not be that rainy on Friday, but the field's going to be really wet. Yeah, it is. So we, we've already reserved it over there, and, and we're kind of planning that way as is. How far away from the turf field are you? Uh, I don't know. You know, they, they're, uh, you know, they're looking at, at recrowning our field uh, instead of turf, but, uh, you know, you, you never know how that stuff's going to go is once they get into those conversations. So there'll be uh, more to come on that this winter and spring probably. I said one of the hard things, we, we used to see it with the Patriots, when you're a team that goes into the playoffs, like you guys have a lot lately, uh, the grass stops growing. And then yeah. the turf starts getting ripped up. And when you get down to playing in the regional final, you feel it's lousy. And yep. that, that's not a way to end the season, really. Yeah, I know. And I think if you have a grass field, you, you pretty much plan on every day after Columbus Day that you play on it is, is uh, you know, it's it's going to get progressively worse from the, from there on out. So... Uh, you know, we're hoping if we stay off it this week, that next week with some dry weather, it, it'll be uh, playable for the, the semifinal game. Yeah. Well, good luck, Coach. And Thank I you. And I'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. Take care.